Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, this is a podcast for Home Field Advantage. I'm your host back again, Mike Lavelle, here with another podcast for the week. Uh, Kawhi's gone. Uh, this podcast is being recorded on Wednesday, uh, July 18th. Uh, thankfully, I didn't record it earlier because Kawhi got traded today. We'll tell you all about that. We'll talk all about that. But in the meantime, you know, I always introduce my guest, special guest. He is. This is the first time he's been on this podcast. Very opinionated. A lot of times he's wrong. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> but uh, this is going to be a good podcast. We're going to talk a little NBA offseason, free agency, trades. Of course, we'll talk about Kawhi. And uh good part is he's a Laker fan. So <laughs> we might have some real good opinions. But uh, introduce it to the podcast, Orlando. What up, bro? What's going on, man? Good to have you. What's going on, everybody? Uh, I know Orlando. How long ago I've known you? I would say we probably met about eight um, years ago, maybe. Yeah, like seven, seven years ago. Probably started with football. Yeah. So good people. We're gonna have a good discussion. We're gonna get it cranky, man. But you know how we start our podcast off. We get into a. Well, first of all, you've had a very interesting sports year. Like you a Philly fan, Philly Eagles fan, right? I am. So congratulations. Thank you, thank you. You know, uh, better late than never. Uh, you got positive outlooks on the next. Yeah. Uh, I do think that uh, Philly is definitely one of the best teams in the NFC. So you got a chance to go back. I only think it's really three teams that got a chance. Uh, Philly, uh, Philly, Rams, Falcons. They have a chance in the NFC. I, I'm not stunning anybody else. Saints fan, get out my mentions. I do not care about your team <laughs> whatsoever. No love Except for you, Huh? No love for A Rod. He ain't got no defense. He got defense. You seen him have a defense? Yeah, he, he works. He, he works. He works it out. I, that's one thing I give him. I, he does. He does a lot with little. True. True indeed. True indeed. Um, I I, I do like A Rod, best quarterback in the league by far. It's not even close to be honest for me. Uh. I'm not claiming Tom Brady. Nope, not gonna do it. Um, but but with A Rod, man, he he can definitely has the skills to carry that team. I just look at like you have no defense, and that's very tough. And I'm not even positive he can get out of the NFC North. Be positive. I'm, I'm gonna be 100 percent honest. Yeah. Chicago's defense is young and fast, um, but they don't have no offense, so you ain't got to worry about them. Detroit. Uh, very talented veteran roster. I don't know if they could be a rod, but then you get to Minnesota, and that's a, that's a tough team. That's a tough team. How does Kirk Cousin work into that? I don't know. I don't know. A rod could pull it off because he's a rod, but I just it, do I do I look at them as one of the teams that could come out of NFC? Not really. Not really. 
he's gonna have a tough route. No yeah, doubt. it'll be a tough route. He's gonna he, have to. He's gonna have to do what he usually do. Right. Go Superman exactly. on everybody exactly. and, and try to hope for the best. Last time he went Superman, he just ran up against a buzzsaw in the Falcons. That that had nothing to say up against um, who a Rod is, but it's not the first time that that's happened. Right. A Rod gets into the playoffs and then his team lets him down. Right. No discredit. No discredit to him. In the fr- uh, front al- front office kind of let him down. I mean, he loved Jordy. I am surprised that he is so adamant on staying in Green Bay. I know he loves it there. He's been there his whole career. But, I mean, your front office, they, they done screwed the pooch. Yeah. Bad. Yeah, so. Does he even have – does he still not have a running back? I guess not. It's, it's, it's like <laughs> ten good running backs came out in the draft. I don't even know if they got one. I have to I have to go verify that. I'm not sure. One fact check on the show sometimes. Well, maybe we say that for later too. Yeah, We're talking about running backs. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right. So let's get right into it, man. We're gonna start off with a rant. I will go first. Um. NFC NFL season is upon us. As we know, it always kicks off with the Hall of Fame ceremony and the Hall of Fame game. This season, it's a little different because Terrell Owens decided I'm not gonna go to the ceremonies. Well within his right. He's not obligated to go. Uh, my issue is that the Hall of Fame board is being petty. So they decide Terrell Owens being petty. We're going to be petty too. I, I, I just, I have an issue with me and being that emotional. I just do. Like one of y'all got to be strategic. One of y'all got to be like, wh- how hard is it for the Hall of Fame committee to say, we're just going to unveil your, your bust, mention that you're a part of this, class and that's it we ain't giving you none of the extras but no they like we're not gonna this is only for the people that's here it's petty it's petty right i mean don't get me wrong they they've snubbed him for a long time he should have been the first ballot right and, and i think the hall of fame is political it's always been political but it really yes. showed how political it was with this to dealing and so him responding the way he did I'm not completely upset. Yeah. No, I'm not completely upset. I mean, I don't know. But then the way they responded to him, I'm a little more upset at that. that that's my point. Okay, Terrell, you don't want to go. It's within your right. In my opinion, the Hall of Fame committee has a right to not give you the full, you know, red carpet ceremony. They don't have to do a montage for you and, you know, have your name plastered everywhere because you're not there. I think that's well within their right. It's the responses that they've had. Very, I don't care about him. Why should we care about him? He's not going to be here. I think that's very arrogant. I think it's very petty. It doesn't make sense. Um, To me, it's like the dude that doesn't really like the girl, so he wants to let her down easy. You could let her down hard and be petty and be all mean and stuff, but why? But why? That's my thing. Why be this petty with Tara Owens? Why not just say, you know what? We're going to take the high road. We're going to avail your bu- your bust. Everybody's going to clap, and that's going to be it. Right, because I, I, I think I got a twofold argument. One, T.O.'s career came and went. The Hall of Fame is supposed to be forever. So it's really an institution. It's more so mm, I, I, yeah. I, I'm looking at them. I'm with that. I'm looking at them, and especially in, in the other side of this is like, you're dealing with T.O. And you know what T.O. has brought his whole career. Yes. The, the Hall of Fame shouldn't be on a T.O. level. 
that, totally agree. That is that is where I'm getting off at. It's like we know what to expect from T.O. T.O. is T.O. He's been that his whole career. What saved him is how well he played football. Yes. But easily, I don't think the Hall of Fame should be doing T.O. stunts. Exactly. And, and I'm going to be honest. Are you shocked about what Terry Lawrence is doing? Not really. Were you shocked when he said, I'm not coming? I wasn't shocked. It's what T.O. does. Um, But to play him out to be just this, uh, he's trying to sabotage the whole ceremony. Man, if y'all, look, let's be honest. The only reason he didn't make it first ballot is because y'all technically blackballed him for a while. I didn't think he was going to make it. I thought he was going to make it, but I definitely thought it would be late. I I mean, I feel that same way about, like, a Randy, et cetera. Mm -hmm. Like, I felt like there were certain players that were going to catch that treatment. I'm 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 going to put you on some, though. I think Randy would have went through the same thing. I think what saved Randy, he went to the media. Mm. And, you know, yeah. Hall of Fame committee, media, they're in bed together. You you good in the media, you good with the Hall of Fame committee. I think that's what saved Randy most. Terrell Owens, he, I mean, let's be honest, he went out, his career ended before it was ready to be ended. Right. I seen the man run routes on, on, on stuff. Man's still an athlete. Yes. Like, she, he's still keeping up with Julio Jones training him. Like, yeah, he, he he's been saying I can still play, but no offers. Yeah, no offers. But yet we see Brandon Cooks get eighty eight million dollars. So you know, I I mean that's no discredit to Brandon Cooks, but you you feel what I'm saying? Like this is a Hall of Fame player. He deserves. More respect. He hasn't gotten that respect, so I don't know why y'all shocked that he's done this. I'm just saying the Hall of Fame committee shouldn't be stooping at that level. It doesn't make any sense. Uh, as a matter of fact, it looks worse on y'all. I always say this for men, especially if you are met with petty, you've already won. Everybody see that the other party is being petty. You don't have to in turn be petty. It doesn't make any sense. You could just take the high road, and the other person it looks even worse. Right. So that's just my rant. Um. We'll switch over to you, man. You got a rant? Oh, yeah. I'm going to drink my alcohol. Oh, yeah. Because I'm ready. Go ahead. So, we're going to talk about LeBron James. See, we're going to... My gonna, favorite topic. Go ahead. We're going to clear all the air about LeBron James. All right. First beef. First beef, you know, I, he was crowned king as soon as he got into the league. You know, he's always been, you know, a bit of a privileged brat throughout his time throughout Uh-oh. the NBA. He, 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 that same treatment with the, that mural, the whole deal. I mean, the, 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 the paint on the mural was dry before the ink on the contract. And he was already being crowned king of L.A. Hadn't played a game yeah. yet. If y'all not familiar, there was a big mural painted with LeBron James in Laker jersey in L.A. And it said king of L.A. So that's the mural he's talking about. Kind of disrespectful in my opinion, but I'm a LeBron James hater. So go ahead. So, we already know, at least most recently, who was king of L.A. Uh, maybe all time. You can make the argument for Magic, but we're not even getting into that. It's not LeBron. But on top of that, you know, what he brings to the team, you know, a lot of people have talked about, you know, the negative aspects of LeBron. And I've always had a personal beef with his game. It's 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 not even the media, you know, the, the the political side of things. It's none of that. It's more so his game, and I've made this argument his whole career. Everything that's great 
about a LeBron James offense is also everything that's terrible. Uh oh. And people don't. People, I know what you're saying, but people, I'm gonna let you cook on. Right, because like people don't want to really look at the game. People love ESPN, Twitter, ESPN, Facebook. Love to look at stats. He had a triple double. He had watch the game. My biggest beef is he ices his teammates. He's done this perpetually. It's not like this is the first instance. He's done this to Rodney Hood, Kevin Love, Chris Bosh. One thing about playing with LeBron, when you play with LeBron, you play with the scraps. He gets control of the ball. He gets control of the offense. Same beef that Kyrie had. Kyrie said LeBron had too much control. The next year, what does LeBron do? Start playing 48 minutes. He gets more control. 48 minutes a game. And so my big deal is. Now, let's be fair. Now, let's be fair. His talent level and his basketball skill level warrants that. It's it's clear because he got all the way to the NBA Finals. Agreed. But I'm with you in saying that ISO ball is very damaging to a team, even though it works if you got the skill player to do it. And I'm not even calling out ISO ball. That's not even what I'm doing. It's more so this is – this is one of the things that I I said early on um, when the Lakers came off that championship in 2010 and the Miami Heat got together. Yeah. I said immediately Chris Bosh is going to suffer because what Chris Bosh was yeah. accustomed to, he's accustomed to coming down the court and the offense running through him, so he gets first touch, primary, first pickings. And so not only that, he gets to pick and choose when he wants to go. When, it, True. when the opportunity presents itself, he goes when he feels like it. True. And he's able to put up those stats. You don't have that type of ability, uh, that capability on a LeBron James offense. That's what LeBron gets. What you get is the scraps. And when you're given the scraps, you better make the best of the scraps, look like the star player you were in t- Toronto, or else you're trash and LeBron has no help. Now, it, it- – also, too, uh, and I hate saying this, though, because I hate taking up for LeBron. It's good scraps. Like, this ain't regular scraps. This is good basketball scraps. It's just you, you're making a point that I've always said about LeBron James. Uh, there's always a mystique about him that he makes players better, and I've challenged that to everybody. Name me five players that LeBron James has made better, and I barely named three. Oh, I already know it's false because my biggest thing is people think standing on the perimeter and LeBron kicking the ball out to to you is going to make you a better player. Kobe said it recently. I've been saying, I've been screaming it from the top of my lungs. That is not the the one thing about these pieces. These pieces can go together in multiple different ways. They can be coached by multiple coaches. They can run different offenses, etc. One thing about the way LeBron has ran in Miami, has he, how he's run at the Cavs since he's returned, is he's pretty much run the same. The only holdback to that was Dwayne, in the initial part of the Miami Heat run, hadn't let go of what he was doing, what he was good at. He had to change his game. Right. Yeah. And in his age actually spoke. He needed to. It spoke to that. Yeah, he was starting to get injuries. Right. Yeah. Right. And I had no problem with that. But – from that point forward, I've watched his game, and I've always complained that, yes, he's going to get his triple-double. Yes, there's going to be people on the perimeter. They're going to miss wide-open threes. Yes. 
but it's not necessarily one his best uh the best way to spend his energy but then two that doesn't necessarily mean kevin love needs to turn into kyle corver Kevin Love was not Kyle Korver I get what you're saying, yeah. on the Timberwolves. Yeah. And it's like, that's what you're expecting everybody to be. If you want to be that, then go down to the Magic and assemble a team like that, like the White Hat. The White Hat mm-hmm. nothing but three-point shooters, one through four shot threes. And yep. all he did was the offense ran through him and went into the paint. He chose. He kicked it out if he didn't want it. He took the lay if he, if he did. True, true indeed. And so it's like, you can't that, – that offense didn't work then. It got to the finals. It did beat LeBron. It was decent, just the same way that LeBron's offense it got to the finals. It mm-hmm. was decent, but it doesn't mean you win a championship. Uh, yeah. All fair statements. Um, this is interesting. I never had a LeBron hater with me on the podcast. I'm not a like hater. <laughs> I am. I, I yeah. I am. I'm a LeBron hater. Um, I I think you have to make a lot of valid arguments. I like I said, I've said to people, who has he made better? The stars that have came and played with him, the pieces that have came with him, who has he made better or who has he made a winner? Those are two different things. Yeah. When LeBron leaves, how many people stay good? And who who have fallen off? Kevin Love, Chris Bosh. Yeah. Even D. Wade went down to Miami and cooked a little bit after he left the Cavs. Yeah, he actually did a little bit. Well, you know, before injuries. Yeah, before, before, he, before he did his Wade thing, yeah. yeah. But – but Rodney Hood was another guy. He's averaging 17 points a game. Got he there. You got to change the game. Can't log a minute. Yep. And finally, he gets a minute, a couple minutes in the final. It's like, oh, he can play. No, we all knew he could play. He couldn't play up under a LeBron James necessarily. Yeah. And, and maybe that's to his fault, too, to your point, that he needed to change his game, too. But that's a part of the front office. I mean, the whole org is at fault here. But a lot of, oh, it, absolutely. A lot of it falls on LeBron, and that's why Kyrie left. Ultimately, in my eyes, true indeed. It's a lot of reasons why Kyrie left. That's definitely one of them. Um, LeBron is just a ball dominant. I mean, let's get into it. We're going to talk about free agency. That kind of weeds right into our main topic. Not just free agency, but the offseason in general. One of the biggest moves is LeBron did leave Cleveland Cavaliers. Like I said in the last podcast, he went to the LA Lakers. Like I said in the last podcast. Um, First, let me say, I like that LeBron made a non-basketball move. In my opinion, this was not about basketball. He made a decision for him and his family. Went to the L.A. Lakers. Makes sense. Because he could have went to a lot of other teams that made more sense. Going to the Spurs made basketball sense. Uh, um, Going to Houston kind of makes basketball sense. Going to the Lakers, to me, made family sense. So I applaud him for that. That's, That's where my applause stops. Um... I asked you, you're a Laker fan, what did you think about the move? I mean, it instantly makes y'all a contender. Okay. Throw that out there. It makes y'all a contender immediately. So, you know, now that I've come off the rant, I'm going to start giving him the credit that I've always given him, even though people swear I don't give it to him. I think LeBron is probably – he's easily, you know, the greatest athlete in the NBA. I'm thinking Facts. above Westbrook, you know, there's there's a lot of good, nice athletes out there, but, like, I'm thinking easily above. He's one of the greatest athletes of all time. Yep. You know, you can throw some guys like maybe Magic in there. There's some guys that were free. Jordan was a, was a freak, even though people don't give him credit. I mean, it's how he was able to get defensive player of the year and be top scorer. Yeah. Because he was a crazy athlete. 
But um, I'm even going to transcend basketball. I think he's going to be in my top list of athletes in any sport. The Usain Bolts, the Deion Sanders. Agreed. Are going, going against, you know, the top of anything. Yeah. So having said that, and also this, you know, every every major star ha- has had a major injury. LeBron has yet to have. <laughs> Not at all. Yeah. And it's what, when he had to wear the face mask, that was it. Right. And it scares me, honestly, because I feel like it's going to happen on the Lakers. <laughs> it scares me. It really does. But that's also a testament to his durability, his his ability to play through. Uh, his durability is something special right. considering his athletic build and skill set. Right. And so, especially considering his game, you know, he lacks the finesse that a Jordan or Kobe had. You know, he relies on his athletic ability, and he pays a lot of attention to his body. One thing about Kobe, Kobe, Kobe didn't just change his name, he changed his, his game because he knew he was True. losing a step. Once you hit your 30s, you know, eventually you start to slow down. You know, you're not the quick, fast, attack, Westbrook style that you once were. Things Derrick Rose didn't learn. Go ahead. <laughs> right. And he aged to 30 a lot. He, he aged in dog years. Like, but but uh, my, my big thing was, you know, as you continue that path, you're going to be more prone to injury. Yeah. He needs it. And he has. Honestly, I, I, I give him credit. You know, he didn't have the best three-point shot when he came in the league. It's gotten better. On it. Yeah, he did. On. Legit. And, I mean, he's splashy when he wants. You leave him open, he'll splash you. Oh, yeah, he'll get you. And so I, I give him credit. He's worked on his game. He's worked on his body. You know, he's gotten better. He's never been the level of finesse that I wanted the quote-unquote best player in the league to have. Um, he didn't need to. Right, because his athletic ability was bar none. It mm-hmm. was just up and above. So does he make the Lakers a contender? And, uh, let me let me let me preface contender because that's a very vague word. Contender in the sense of is he gonna be in the top three of the Western Conference to compete for the Western Conference title? Not at all. Not right now. I've I've watched that team quite a bit. Um yeah, the, the the players that they've had from last year that are returning um just watching rondo's game throughout multiple celtics nba finals etc um i i know what they all bring lance stevenson i actually love that lance stevenson uh original lance steven uh pg team i actually i'll speak on that later um but i i don't think they he makes them a contender alone i think he helps them Makes they make the playoffs. Um, I think they become more attractive. I think he needs. Oh yeah, they immediately are an attractive team. Right. Off rip. Right, and I think, and not everybody wants to play with LeBron. That's fine because not everybody wants to play with a Westbrook or et cetera. Like it's not necessarily. I'm not really feeding into that. Um, I do feel like he had a chokehold on the Cavs organization, but that won't happen at L. A. There's no mm. doubt. L. A. is different. So. I disagree with you on that. Oh, no. Do, wait. Because Kobe did. Let, let me rephrase. No, nah, Kobe had a, a nice grip on the L.A. Like, remember when Kobe was like, I'm out of here. Get me somebody. I'm out of here. They got him somebody. Because they, <laughs> they gave him Smush Parker and Kwame Brown. So, I mean. They gave him Paul Gasol. <laughs> I mean, well, that was. And flipped him for, at that time, he wasn't Mark Gasol. He was 
the little Gasol brother that was a second rounder. Right. Right, and, and 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 even though people think that the Lakers stole Paul Gasol, that wasn't a steal because Mark Gasol arguably might have a better career at the end of the tape than Powell. Yeah, I just think he's at the Grizzlies. He's buried at the Grizzlies, but he has. Nah, I can't rock with that one. He has the ability. He really does. Yeah, he does. He does. I I, I do think his ability was wasted a bit in the Grizzlies organization. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. But he was fun to watch in Memphis. I'll uh-huh. tell you that much. Yep. And Zach going down with old Zach Randolph. Um, but, you know, I feel like, you know, LeBron's not going to have that chokehold, and I feel like they're going to be searching for a second star. Then that's going to push them to the upper echelon. I think this whole Warriors deal eventually, you know, it'll break apart. There's no doubt. But, like, just like yeah. Boston has waited or Toronto has waited, for the Cavs to break apart, and here it is. Now the East is wide open. Yeah. So it's like I'm not bent. Like I'm not speaking like everyone else that the Warriors are ending the NBA. Like they come and go. We'll talk about it in, in, a little later. Um, let me say this: I I do believe that LeBron does have a grip on the Lakers in the sense that the times have changed. Players control way more than they ever have. And in in La La Land, when your Magic Johnson just came out and said, we don't land a big name free agent, I'm out of here. Keeping LeBron happy in the years that he's there is going to be huge. Um, I do think it, it seems a little – he doesn't have as much control as he had in places like Miami and Cleveland. It's definitely way more more influential people around him now. That and the fact that he's not keeping the owner under the gun with a one plus one deal. True indeed. So it's a long term deal. He's locked it four in. Years? It's four, and so I'm trying to play with his son. Go ahead. Right, and I'm not. I'm not. I peep you, LeBron. I like the move. Go ahead. And, and, and I agree with you. You know, I think it was more of a family move. It wasn't a basketball move because there was Philly. There was you know Portland has been screaming for a third star for the longest. I mean, there was other places. Um, I don't. I think the Houston has a cap issue. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about that later. But um, yeah, I, I I definitely think you know there could have been more basketball moves, but at the same time, it's twofold. One. I think going year over year over year losing the finals and not seeing light at the end of the tunnel, especially with the Warriors signing Cousins and all mm-hmm. this other stuff, um, I think he was tired of that road because ultimately it didn't matter what they did. The Cavs were strapped with the contracts that they had. They'd be hard-pressed to give him better, that right. much better. Right. I mean, they could tweak here or there like they tweak with Rodney Hood, but it's like, could you beat the Warriors? No. But you know what, though? I will say, for the first time, I thought LeBron lost the power over the Cavs was this season because those moves they made said, we're not going to tie this team down for you. I said that. And, and, um, you know, he still took that team to the NBA Finals. Yes. And to be honest, he should have been MVP, and I hate LeBron. Yes. But he should have. No. You know. I I disagree with that MVP comment. Oh, gosh. (laughs) Because – and, and, and I and, and I and I'll agree with the first point that yes, when that happened because it was a rumor that basically the front office told him to butt out that we're now making decisions. I believe that. I believe that. I do too because it makes I, sense. I felt like 
they weren't getting a long-term commitment from him. You know, yep, maybe exactly. he was saying things that were shaky. So they were looking for their best interest, the future. Mm-hmm. Um, they had secured the bag with the floor seats made. Any Everybody that bought floor seats lock into like a three-year deal or something like that. Oh, so really? Crazy. I forget the, what it was. Okay, but Dan Gibbard, yeah. I see you hustling. Yeah. I see you scamming. Exactly. Scamming, scam the scammer. Exactly, you. to watch J.R. Smith. <laughs> 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 so, but my deal is, and this is this is my argument for a very long time, the NBA MVP award has nothing to do with the best player in the league. True. It, Absolutely. Because because otherwise LeBron would win it every year. Because LeBron would have had more. Kobe would have had more. Jordan would have had more. Yeah. Because Absolutely. these were the three greatest players of the last, in my eyes, three eras. Uh, 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 Shaq. You know, and so, and, and I love Shaq. Don't get me wrong, but he had no need, nowhere near the run. He 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 Shaq. got he got real hot. Shaq. But he I will not let you do that. He didn't carry through. <laughs> no. He didn't carry through. What? Kobe still winning late in the 2010s. Kobe got one over Shaq. So, Applause. Yes. yes. Just, yeah, Shaq. But, but don't, don't get me wrong. You know, that's my I guy. I agree with you, though. That's MV, my guy. MVP is definitely most valuable player, in my opinion, that was LeBron James. This is how I define it. It's the best player having his best season on the best team. If you're mm, too, okay. too little of any of the three, then you're not going to win. So he wasn't on the best team yes. and wasn't close. So I, I can see your point. So it's kind of three. Like, this is why some people get ruled out. Kyrie was having one of his best seasons, MVP-type season, until he got injured. True. So he was no longer having the best type of season. He was on a good team. You know, he is a nice player, but it wasn't working out. Houston, top record in the West. Harden's having uh, amazing seasons on on a rebound. I'm not winning last year. Yeah. Um, and, and, and so he's also one of the top players. And like you look at LeBron, and even though they lost Kyrie, his team declined record wise. He lost first place. You know that he yeah. had a lot of years. You know now he's dropping in standings. They're struggling. You know. Um, yeah, and, and so I, I get it, what you mean. If, but you, if you look at a statistical standpoint, yeah, you're, you're right. He had great numbers. He had better numbers than Harden. But uh, beyond the numbers, man, I thought this year was the first time I looked at LeBron. I was like, well, you're finally doing what, what we all been asking you to do. I can. I mean, he really. He. he ch- I ain't gonna say he changed his game, but his game went to a different type of level. I won't say a new level, but it, it went to a different type of level. When he realized, like, I'm it. I can kind of agree with that. I'm, I'm it, and it, it had nothing to do with the extra minutes. It, it purely had to do. With, I saw some games he just camped out down low and just got like bucket after bucket in the post. What we've been begging LeBron to do, but you know, whatever. I ain't gonna spend too much time on LeBron. We don't already spent too much time. Um, so for each of these players or teams that we talk about, we're gonna do a buy or sell. Um, so would you buy or sell that this move will boost LeBron's legacy? Um, if he, if he wins a championship, it'll boost it. Facts, yeah, yeah. But that might be make or break championship. Um, I'm gonna sail because I think LeBron's legacy is cemented. I think LeBron is clearly the best player of this generation. Um, I think at the end of the day, ten years from now, we're not gonna mention his six 
finals losses as much as we remember his three finals wins. That's what everybody, you don't mention their losses the further you get away from the losses. True. His legacy is cemented. He's already considered one of the top players to ever play this game. True. His legacy not going to change. It's a, it's a sell. But I think the argument is still, is he the best player? And that is what. That is what I think. I don't know if he's striving for. Because when, when the best player argument comes up, that's when his final losses are going to come up. Exactly. To exactly. the basketball minds, not ESPN Facebook. I think that's all facts. That's all facts. All right, let's move on to one more team. Um, uh, well, not one more. Let's talk about Kawhi. That, just, that move just happened really hours ago. Um, Kawhi to Toronto. For, did you see that happening? I did. Did uh, you? I, I did. I did not. I heard rumors that Toronto was gaining steam. I just figured they didn't have the assets to do it. I, I did. I, I just couldn't believe that they would. I didn't know which one. But when Toronto got into the running, because – even though the smoke was blown for L.A. and the Celtics, Danny Ainge ain't dumb. Yeah, he, oh, no, not at all. Right. Not at all. Right. And he wasn't, you know, he was throwing a bag of chips at the Spurs. Like, you're not going to get much for him. Lakers as well. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, the Spurs reportedly asking for the Lakers' house is ridiculous. Um, the Spurs. I think the Spurs asked for Kuzma, Ingram, uh, I think a couple picks Hart, or maybe Hart. Hart and a couple picks. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's what I would ask for. I'm beyond drunk. Drunk. That's offer. what I would ask for. I don't know who on the Spurs called at 12 midnight drunk, but. <laughs> I would ask for that. Yeah, that's exactly what I would ask for. Drunk. So, my big deal, you know, obviously the Rosen's upset. You know. He has a right to be upset. Right. He, he has a, Let me rephrase. The Rosen has a right to be pissed. Well, but I know it's also business. I know eventually he's going to understand. But as of today, he has a right to be pissed. I, I think I, it's two it's two two issues I have. So you know they sold to him. We want you back. We want you back. Yep. You know, don't break this up. And he gets you know he's entertaining other offers. He decides to sign with Toronto. I think my biggest issue with Toronto's front office is best record in the league, and you trade DeRozan. You change the dynamic. You break up some friends. Hey, hold on. Go back. Go back. Go back. First of all, we got to go back. <laughs> you go to the best record you've ever had, and you fire your coach who won head coach of the year. Also true. <laughs> so that's where it started. Also true. <laughs> all right, now go ahead. <laughs> also true. So um, you, you break that up. And so now Kawhi has to learn, you know, to fit in again. Uh in my eyes, you know, you were waiting all these years because you couldn't get past LeBron for LeBron and the Cavs to break up. It finally breaks up. You finally have a wide-open East, and you pull that move for essentially what, in my eyes, from what I'm hearing, Kawhi doesn't want to play in Toronto. So this is a yeah. one-year rental. Yeah. And so if you think this is win or bust when Warriors just signed Cousins, what was your point? Um, it, this is the This is the equivalent to – uh, I don't know how old you were when LeBron, when Jordan retired, like and went to go play baseball. It was like a free for all in East in the Eastern Conference. It was <laughs> like sign everybody, get everybody you can, get the head coach you can. Let's hurry up. It, it's time. Um, I think that's what they're looking at. They're looking at if it's a one year rental, it's a one year rental. Let's see what we can do. They won't win though. No, <laughs> Are you kidding me? They're not even getting. Hey, they might struggle to win the East. Thank you. And so, 
you know, you're not being Boston with Kyrie and Hayward coming back. Even though I'm not the highest on Hayward, Kyrie coming back with Rozier backing him up, like Kyrie Rozier, nasty Tatum. They lost Smart Brown. They did lose Smart, who was a defensive point guard. but Rozier comes back in. Hayward, Horford. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. I mean, but I get the move. I think it's an L for both teams, honestly. Mm. Because I don't think we know yet. Uh, because my big deal is one, you, you, the only only, and this is what I said was save Toronto if Kawhi resigns. If Kawhi that would be big. If he resigns, it's a win. I don't see anything in the cards that says that. But at the same time, exactly. I, I didn't think Paul George going back to OKC. So also true. Also true. <laughs> you so, never know. And, but with the Warriors being the Warriors, uh, uh, so I feel like, and, and would you rather play with Kyle Lowry or LeBron? So, yeah. uh, you know, in, in my eyes, I think it was a, a, a L on the Spurs part because, one, I think people aren't realizing how much they're going to miss Danny Green. I, I think that, that player alone in their offense was more than what people may have known. Also, two, DeRozan's yeah. a, a, a downgrade. From he was a good Danny Green was a good role player. At least he was hotter early on. But uh, you get the downgrade. Let me look up the Spurs roster before I speak. Go ahead. You, you, you get the downgrade of DeRozan, and you needed that wing defense, especially in the West from Kawhi, and you don't get that. And someone joked, and I I gotta agree. He was like, Lamarcus Aldridge, Demar Derozan, and Rudy Gay. All on the same team. You're gonna have a bunch of long jumpers oh, that. that aren't threes. <laughs> Hold on, let me. Let me let <laughs> I don't, and I don't know if I can disagree with him. <laughs> while while I, I see the point, my I don't know if it's an L for both teams, and I don't know if it's a W either. Uh, just because I think one factor that we always forget in this new NBA is that there's one person in his position that is astronomically different from everybody else and that's Greg Popovich as coach true I don't know what he can do with DeRozan I'm ready to watch true um just like with Kawhi I'm sorry don't please don't <laughs> take it as hey I like Kawhi Leonard I don't know what Kawhi Leonard is without Popovich I don't know what he is without that system I've thought of, I've thought deeply about that. I think that's a valid question. I've, I've thought deeply about that. Not the defense, not the talent. Because defense travels well. Yeah. You say that in football. You say that in basketball too. You can trade anybody. Defense going to travel well. Facts. Um, talent. The talent is there. The the actual skill set. Outside of we don't know what his injury. I I, th- I think the injury is the lesser of the worries. Even yeah. though someone threw out a crazy hypothesis that. Why fails his physical and the teams actually have to take their players back? <laughs> that would be madness. Yeah. Now, but I don't think that happens. I don't. I think his injury yeah. was was overblown. You know, I think he was just sitting out because he hated the Spurs. Very possible. Very possible. Or it could be that he mentally has not gotten over his injury. That happens too. That does. I've seen. I was. In, I, I'm an Atlanta Falcon fan. I remember when Michael Vick first got his injury in preseason. Took him a while. If, you you yeah. played different. So. With Kawhi, now, I mean that's my that's a separate point. So I'm saying for the Spurs, I don't know what DeRozan can look like in the Spurs uh, um, under Popovich. I know that anybody that goes under Popovich produces. We thought Rudy Gay was dead, and last year he played well. 
I, I never thought he was dead, honestly. I mean, I, I, I thought he was dead. I thought Sacramento <laughs> killed him, killed I, his career. I did, I did feel like he, he bounced, he bounces around a lot, and I don't necessarily think he makes basketball moves. But so I, I've always thought he was a good player. Somebody pulled up an interesting stat, you know, with something crazy like the only person to log fourteen thousand points, like six thousand rebounds a thousand steals something like that it was like three players him lebron james and somebody else like top tier and it was like i've always said you know he's he he is a player that is usable but i think he's always followed the paycheck yeah you know so but i don't think i I think you know derozan does well i don't think they win anything i think you know we'll we'll talk about where they're at but later on but i do feel you know, he did come from up under uh, head coach of the year going to Pop. It's not like – and I'm not saying Dwayne Casey's on Pop's level. No, not it's, at all. It's just <laughs> – Not at all. It's just he's worked with that team and worked out – he squares, you know, every ounce of, of greatness out of that Toronto Rapper team and got them first, you know, top record in the league. Yeah. So it's like – I'm not saying there's not more in the tank that you can squeeze out of DeRozan, but well, – I, th- I think – I think if – if there is more, let me, let me be honest, taking into consideration your point, if there is more, Popovich is the one to do it. True. Um, so so the possible starting five for them will be DeJounte Murray, DeMar DeRozan, uh, Marco Bellinelli, Paul Gasol, LaMarcus Aldridge. Not a world beater. You're not going to beat the top two teams you know, in in the West, but that's still a very talented team. And and this is this is the Laker fan in me, and I've said this so many times over. Pau Gasol has his best seasons when he's playing power forward. Yep, that's People a fact. Try to slide him to center. He is not a center. Never. Nope. And that's- so they're losing right off on Pau Gasol because they're forcing him to play center. Well, listen, here is Paul Gasol at power forward and Aldridge at center. True. Uh, which, to be but honest, the, I don't know if you win with LaMarcus Aldridge at center. It just it doesn't, it just doesn't play out like that. Yeah. Especially in the playoffs when LaMarcus is on a block, ISOed out. Yeah. So. I don't, I don't, like I said, I don't know if it's a loss for the San Antonio Spurs. I don't like losing, uh, them losing um, Danny Green. Um, but for Toronto, yeah, it's a one-year rental, but shh, that's a heck of a one-year rental. Yeah. In the East, it's not wide open, but it's open enough to where you can become a contender in the East. But fast forward a year ahead, and let's say Kawhi walks. You see mm-hmm. how much pain that, that, yeah, Toronto, you cause? that Toronto team, like they went from number one record in the league to whatever they do next season to they might miss the playoffs. Oh, no, they make the playoffs. I mean, Toronto's used to it. They have Drake to root for. <laughs> They've been downhill since uh, <laughs> Take Care. <laughs> so, <laughs> whatever. Um, yeah, I mean, I think I think kicking DeMar DeRosa out, which is weird because nobody wants to stay in Toronto. He's the only person that wanted to. Double taxation. Maybe that's the CPA in me, in me but uh, – Toronto is in Canada, if you didn't realize, and they get taxed twice. They get taxed in the oh, U.S. Wow. and they get taxed in Canada. And in Texas, they don't get no state tax. No state taxes. Winford DeRozan, hey man, go get you a cockeyed girl. Go be happy. <laughs> so he's actually gonna get quite a bump for making the same check. Yeah, nice. 
Um, let's move on from Kawhi. I, well, let's uh, buy a sale. Buy a sale that Kawhi is going to be the same elite player in Toronto. Um, well, if they would have had Dwayne Casey, I would have agreed that he could be that same level. But now I have no clue about the coach and the offense and, and Lowry at the helm. Um, it's shaky. This is one of those seasons where I think they're going to learn their identity mm-hmm. as the season progresses. Yeah. Um, I'm going to buy because he's in the East. And I think the East is so mm-hmm. top-heavy that I think his his uh, stature will be elevated. Um, but I, 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 I don't – I don't know if he's going to be the same person as under Pop. That's a buy. I'm, I'm going to give yeah, him so a buy. I'm going to buy that. I'm going to buy that he's going to be the same elite, but I don't know if it's going to be because of him. I think it's going to be because of the East. But my, my biggest beef with Kawhi as a player, which is my same beef as Klay Thompson as a player, is aggressiveness. They don't have the mentality that they should. True. They have all the talent. They can shoot. They can guard. It's like if they really wanted to be, you could be talking about MVP-type seasons. True. You can't put that much trust in a person with braids in the ring. I don't want to touch on Paul George. I don't know why he went back to OKC, uh, but whatever. Um, so so let's just ask a buy sell on, on, on Paul George returning to OKC. With him returning, does that put OKC at a better stature for the future than like the Houston Rockets? Um, so here's the tough deal. Here's a knock on both these. One, they haven't re-signed Capella, and his word is, he, you know, he wants to get paid. Yeah, he wants to, he wants to super get paid. And they have... $25 million plus a year. Right. And so I'm not saying there's a huge market for that right now, and I don't know. But what I will say is, you know, I do think James Harden and Chris Paul made a lot of his last season and a lot of his career. I will say that Houston has a cap problem because what people don't realize is Ryan Anderson sits on that bench. He can barely play because he's a defensive liability. He's getting 20 mil a year. So they have a huge cap problem trying to re-sign Capella when they just re-signed Supermax to Chris Paul. Yep. Chris Paul, Harden on Supermaxes with 20 to Ryan Anderson, and you're going to give what to Capella? 25, 30? How's it going to work out? It's a lot of money. So honestly... The verdict is still out on them. I think OKC is a better team easily if they don't resign Ooh. Capella. So, so just real quick, Capella's the know. difference maker. So, in this year alone, you you know you put Chris Paul at supermax. That's thirty five million a year. James Harden is at thirty million a year. He's at supermax too. It was just done earlier. Right. Um, Next Ryan year Anderson's twenty million. Uh, like you said, Eric Gordon is thirteen point five million. Um, to be at, at this point, he's worth more than that. And then you got people like P.J. Tucker making seven. Nene, he's making three. That's not a crazy number. But when you already got two Supermax players and a $20 million, yeah. and you're talking about Capella wanting but at least tw- at least 25 and going to be tough. And, 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 we'll, and I'll jump to OKC after this, but one thing I think people really are missing out on, I don't think they realize how great of a, uh, a bench player uh, one Luke – Ma uh, Ma Bute. Yeah, and, uh-huh. and uh, Ariza 
were defensively. I think those Especially were Ariza, yeah. huge losses. Even though Ariza's aging, so yes, I, I understand agree. why you move on, but yeah. Agree, but in the West, as I say again, you need that wing defense. Yep. But what I will say about OKC is, you know, I don't see them being a lot better, especially when you're talking, even though the verdict is still out there trying to figure out what to do with Melo, but it looks like they're going to separate. So, yeah. so losing Melo, running with Westbrook, Andre Robinson, Steven Adams, and Paul George, no, I don't see them winning anything. I, I mean, I, I... But do they have a brighter future with than two, the Houston Rockets? With two Supermaxes on Westbrook and Paul George... And two Supermaxes in Houston. And, and CP3 is the oldest of yeah. them all. Buy or sell? Um, I'm going to tell you right now, I'm I'm buying. Long I'm term, buying that OKC is, is better for the future. Long term, because the only reason why is I think it's because CP3 is going to age, and I think that's going to hurt them a lot later down the line. Absolutely. So I, I'll buy on OKC. Yep. I'm with you on that. Um, let's talk a little Chris Paul, because uh, we did talk about Houston. He got super max. I think it's weird for me because i am always been a Chris Paul fan. I think he's deserving of all the money that he has at his disposal. But I don't know if it was the right decision for the Rockets to give it to him. What, what I will say is, and this is coming from a guy who has criticized Chris Paul his whole career. Um, people have talked about how he hasn't made it to the finals and he can't win the big game. And I've said this a lot about the L.A. Clippers specifically. You can't lob your way to a championship. So that whole Blake Griffin, DeAndre Jordan, L.A. Clippers team was never going to win anything despite all the hype and stealing DeAndre from the Mavs again. And all that was hype. I remember that. Hype. And I was like, why did y'all bet DeAndre to come back? Hype. <laughs> but, right. Go ahead. <laughs> and he made – what have you heard about DeAndre since? Like, it's like, what have you heard from Blake Griffin since? It's like – and he made a lot of their careers. Um, you know, It's not like they were useless. They were, they are great athletes. They have – and, and Blake has worked on his game, worked on his shot, jumper got better, worked on some moves. You know, don't, I credit them, but at the same time, they benefit – anyone benefits from playing with a CP3. True. So, Trendy. Trendy. So my big criticism to him has always been, you know, one thing about him being the go-to guy late in the game. He's just he's this little guy who's not a great scorer in his own right, relatively speaking. What I will okay. say is okay. he got to the finals. I, I mean, the, the Western Conference Finals, and I ain't never seen him play like that. He played he wanted it. He wanted it. out of his mind. He wanted it. My entire opinion of Chris Paul changed during that finals. Granted, old Chris Paul injury came, comes through. But, yes. But uh, but this is not the first time he's done it. I remember that year when, uh, I mean, if you know the year, let me know. When, when Blake Griffin went down and Chris Paul was like, I got to step it up. And he, and he that, went on a tear. And he had that game-winning layup yeah. or something like that. Yeah, I remember that. He went on a tear. And that was like a glimpse of like, oh, he can't hit the last yeah. shot. Look at him. I think Chris Paul has a lot of I, – I, I mean, I, I think he could do almost anything on that court, to be honest. And to be honest, with being a, keeping a 100, he outplayed Steph Curry in that series. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, all, all, I mean – oh, Especially – Especially considering what he's been given yeah. behind Harden. He comes off 
you know, he, he, he lights up when Harden's on the bench. Yeah. And so not only does that take away, you know, it draws defense to you since you're now the best player on the floor. But beyond that, you know, he's playing along with Harden, and when Harden takes a rest, he's balling yep. out, yep. building yep. a lead or whatever. Yeah. I, I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, he's been top five point guards. For years. Right. For years. Right. I just, um, me personally, and this is coming from somebody who is a Chris Paul fan, I don't trust him in the playoffs. And I just, and that has nothing to do with his skill as a basketball player. It has everything to do with something always happens. So, so for a quick example, if you don't know my wife, my wife is very accidental prone. Doesn't matter how hard she tries, she does. She spills something. She stumbles over something. She drops something. That's Chris Paul to me. When you get into the playoffs, something happens. Well, it is, and and not necessarily his fault, but something happens. That injury was not his fault. Okay, so I'll say I'll say two two instances. Um, two 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 issues, I guess. Um, one, I felt like I was watching a Chris Paul that I had never seen. I, I was watching him play determined on both ends of the floor. And maybe that injury was kind of the Kobe 48 minutes tears is a killer uh, type I get deal. I what you're saying. And, like, he was playing outside of himself. He's, yeah, he was pushing himself to the max. He yeah. was, yeah, he was – no breaks, no breaks, and maybe that. that was why. But my beef, and Chris Paul should have been a Laker; he'd have a ring by now. <laughs> That's a fact. <laughs> blame David Stern. Um, that is a fact. Blame David Stern. And so my 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 deal is, I have a problem with Chris Paul in the playoffs when he has a number two and number three that are Blake Griffin and DeAndre Jordan or or et cetera or wherever he's been at. He needs a, a scoring two-guard. Yeah, he, he got one. And that's why I think they were – like, I never bought into Houston making a bad move by signing CP3. I just thought they signed more of what they didn't need. And what I, I – get what you're saying. What I realized is CP3 was willing to take a back seat. And when Harden went to the bench, that's when he took the front seat. Mm-hmm. And so – I've always said, you know, it's Dwayne Wade, the Dwayne Wade, Wade move, right? And I've always said, you know, the Clippers were never it because you don't have anybody that can create their own shot. That's the problem with with the Chris Paul's offense. Do it, look through his career, the Hornets, the Clippers. He has always been the guy to run the offense. If he goes down, they have absolutely no shot. Right. You know, it's not like a Shaq goes down and Kobe drops forty. Yeah. There is no forty Kobe. It's different in Houston, right? Because he because he got. Right. Yeah, he, got, right, he got he got a gun. So buy a sale that you trust the Houston Rockets in the playoffs. They need Capella. It's 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 all hinged on him. He's still rolling around out there. I don't think he's getting the money he wants. I think he's rumor is he's going to end up back in Houston for less than what he wants. It's it, possible. If so, I trust him in the playoffs, but it's a wash if you're talking about the Warriors. So. I mean, let, let, Warriors aside, yeah. so you you buy it. I trust them. Yeah. Um, I'm selling. I don't trust Chris Paul in the playoffs. I I, I haven't trusted him in a long time, and I'm not going to start again. <laughs> um, but would I like to see him, you know, do some damage and get to an NBA Finals? Absolutely. Do I trust it to happen? No. Oh no. I don't even trust James Harden. Um, 
deep into the playoffs. Sorry, I just don't. I just don't. Uh, and I definitely don't trust that your team hinges on Capella's presence. That's that's a negative. Um, yeah. All right, let's let's move quick because we're uh, running out of time. Let's go to Golden State Warriors. A lot of people are saying that Golden State Warriors is destroying the NBA because they signed Marcus Cousins for a little over $5 million a year. What you think about that? I, I don't think he's destroying the NBA. Um, no one looks at Jordan's six out of eight and says he destroyed the NBA. When he retired, the NBA went through a depression. Ooh, good point. And so, you know, it did. It did. did. And it was notable. It was money. You could see it in the financials. It's a CPA coming out. But, like, you could see it, you know, just in the fanfare. It's just. And so, like, this whole theory that the NBA is not competitive and no one wants to watch it, these teams come and go. And the biggest thing, Mm. and you you think about all the great teams. I don't think the NBA is competitive, but go ahead. I'm going to let you make your point. You, you, you think about all the great teams. A lot of times what broke those teams up were ego, money. Facts. And, a, and, a, and what you're going to run into is Clay's going to be up next year. Draymond's going to be up. Oh, Clay and Cousins going to be up. Draymond's going to be up the year after. Who's going to keep, keep keep taking pay cuts? KD took a five million pay cut. Steph Curry's paid. Played. He's the face of the franchise. No Steph's doubt. paid. KD's paid. And Steph's getting back paid. He was making less than Andrew Bogut during the first yeah. championship run. So and plus Steph is making crazy money from Under Armour. Right. Uh, KD's making crazy right. money from his shoes. Like right. They don't care about them little pay pay cuts. And I think they're a lock. I even think Clay is a lock. I thought Clay was. The, the the one that if somebody's if, gonna leave is Clay. If he takes a pay cut, I think it's a lock if he takes a pay cut. Yeah, absolutely. If he doesn't take a pay cut, then I agree with you, because I also don't think Draymond's a lock. I think Draymond's a lock. We, I, I think he's a lock. I think he loves that team. I think I, I think the city loves him. I agree. I agree. And I I also remember I always tell people it's not just a player negotiating contracts. It's um, agents. And I think the agent said, hey, Golden State is where we want to be. You don't want to be anywhere agree. else. I agree. Because he benefits from the system. I yeah. agree. And no doubt. He's not a bad player, but he's an undersized four. And I think he benefits from the uh, from the, from uh, that system. Yes. But I think the variable that people aren't considering, what if Cousin comes back in December, January, and balls out? Mm. What if he balls out? If – Cousins comes back, balls out. And they're looking at Draymond like, we didn't need you. Uh, yeah, no one considers it. Do I think Draymond is more important than Cousins to that team? Yes. Right now, yeah. Could he grow out of that? But would that team scratch their head if DeMarcus Cousins goes ape? And that's It's possible. It's possible because people don't come around like cousins. Cause a healthy cousins, two seventy, almost seven feet tall, they could do what he do. Yeah, it'd be nasty. Yeah, it, it would be nasty with just Steph Durant and Cousins mm-hmm. in a better role playing, a couple of starters and bench. Yeah, and I don't think this team. I, I don't think the Warriors can afford to dig at their depth right. much more. Right, and so and that's what I'm getting at. You got five All Stars. Eventually, some of these are going to go, and they're going to normalize because. Well, you would hope that it would, but. Unless everyone just wants to hoop on that same team and take pay cuts. Yeah. 
But <laughs> yeah, that's personal choice at that point. I, um, I can't stop that. I will say the competitiveness in the NBA is. Let me rephrase. Let me first say this: the parity in the NBA does not exist. It never existed. It's only like five teams that won championships in the last twenty years. True. Chicago Lakers, Celtics, uh, any team that LeBron's been on, go to state. Yeah, it's it like a one-off with the yeah. Mavs, Detroit. The Mavs the was the, the freak of nature that came in there. Um, Detroit, you know, the the, the right. Wade, he got one. Um, so so parity doesn't exist in the, goal, in, in the NBA. But competitiveness doesn't exist either because every team is trying to get that next star. You have to – and in order to do that, you have to tank. You have to. There's no other way. For example, in a, an Atlanta team, I live here. I see all kind of celebrities. I mean, I know you do too. We see all kind of athletes. True. They don't come here to play, though. They just yeah. come here to stay. They come here to party. So you have to get yourself a star through the draft or, or grooming someone to get somebody to come here to play. I think that's, that's a lot of teams. I'm surprised Paul George went back to OKC because there's nothing in Oklahoma City. Don't know if y'all ever been there. Nothing in Oklahoma City. I think that was a supermax money move. Smart I, move, by the way. I think I think Paul George is about his money, even though people don't. People always say Melo's about his money. So I think Paul George was about his money. Facts. I also think he was. One thing about what was enticing about going to LA was he was going to get the, the money he wanted, that supermax, and also be the guy, the guy they built around. Yeah. Now that LeBron is there. That spotlight has been stolen. It's not going to be the red carpet that he wants. And this is his home team, right? Right. It, it, LA will be his home team. Right. That, so, makes, that makes a difference. Yeah. So he chills at OKC. And in my eyes, you know, one thing about Paul George, I don't know. If, Paul George and Lance Stevenson are like a couple of the same players. One's just in the closet. I just don't think people realize how Paul George has a brand. Paul George has a shoe. He has a yeah. Nike deal. It's a nice shoe, by the way. Bro. Right. Yeah. I like it. It's, it's a decent hoop shoe. Um, I don't think people realize, you know, what type of player Paul George could have been. You know, he started out getting the, the – didn't he get the stripper pregnant? Uh, yeah. He, you know, and he, then didn't claim the baby, but then he didn't it, claim the baby. But, and then got her pregnant again. But since then, ain't it calmed down? Yeah, it has. It has. And so he understands. He understands yeah, he that he was his state. Exactly. Yeah. And so, truth be told, I, I love that that team that competed, you know, the Pacers team with George Hill, even though I don't think he's a complete point guard. Uh, Lance Stevenson, uh, Paul George. Him continuing to build at that, especially with eventually LeBron's going to leave, was the best championship hope he had relative to OKC. He running out, out of there. You know, they were willing to go get Teague, willing to go get uh, Mahamey. You know, they, or yeah. they already had Mahamey. And uh, they got – who they got? Uh, the forward. I forget his name. Right? No? Not I know right. what you're talking about. Uh, I forget his name. But, you know, they, they were willing to put some pieces around them. Yeah. He goes to OKC where they have a terrible cap problem. They've signed yeah. Andre Robinson yeah. who, who misses air balls, open threes. To like, what do you get? Like twelve million or something? Yeah, but twelve million—that's chump change now. 
Twelve million chump change in the NBA now. They, I mean, that's the that's the that's the mid level contract. Though. The unraveling of Melo's contract is supposed to save them a hundred because they're going to be so far up in the luxury tax. They're right. like top tier level luxury. Side tax. note: I hear Carmelo Anthony might be traded to the Atlanta Hawks. Oh gosh! Uh, for Dennis Schroeder <laughs> and like another player, Muscala. Yeah, Muscala. Um, makes sense for Atlanta. Don't know how much sense it makes for OKC. Makes no. sense for Atlanta because they just want contracts so they can, you know, tank and whatever. Yeah, it's sickening. Anyway, <laughs> man, let's go to NBA free agency. Uh, let's ask some quick questions uh, and then we'll get ready to wrap up. What's your big head, biggest head scratcher in the NBA free agency so far? Um. The whole DeRozan Kawhi trade yeah. was a head scratcher. I'll give the Clint Capella deal is a little head scratching because he's wavering. You know, he's out there, and it's like that—that that is make or break for Houston in my eyes for this next year. Um, it really is. Uh, uh, I say the head scratcher for me was. Man, DeMarcus Cousins didn't get another offer from well, 30 what, teams. I heard that wasn't true. I heard he got a two-year, $40 million offer from the Pelicans. Interesting. And he went out to the market, decided he wanted more, didn't get it, and then the Pelicans snatched it back if DeMarcus wanted it or not. Oh, interesting. Now, I did hear that there was something going on with the Pelicans. Maybe that was what it Cause, was. Because Mark Spears is the one that yeah. int- introduced that. He said that he got no significant offers. And then someone came back behind him and said, no, that wasn't true. He didn't get He didn't get the Supermax he was seeking. So I think he said, this season's going to be a wash. Let me just go get this ring from him. Let me go tear the city up. Right. All right, cool. That, I get it. That's, that's what I – and then I'm going to ball out on a Warriors-studded squad. Five million dollars a year. And then I'm going to go get my check check. All right. That's interesting news to me, but that was my biggest head scratch. I, I, it's also a head scratch. Because it's at five million a year. That's just wow. Yeah. He, he, um, he definitely uh, – he bent over for that one. Yeah. <laughs> um, What's your best under-the-radar transaction from this offseason? The one that nobody's talking about. Dwight Howard probably. Dwight Howard in Washington? Dwight Howard makes that Wizards team a lot better than people know. They were a bottom feeder last year. And and, mm. and I've always had a complaint. Gortat got that hot magic season. And Gortat got, you know, he was in that group of people that got overpaid. The Ryan Andersons, the he Chandler Parsler, Parsons. And so he's always been a deficient center. And when you get – he does what he's supposed to do. And Dwight had a great year at the Hornets last year. Yes. It was better than a lot of his more recent years. He had a good year in Atlanta. And so there's a reason why he got jettisoned from both teams. And, and and in my eyes, I feel like that Wizards team is 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 back in action. I will say yes, outside of the fact that I don't know how mature this Wizards team is. And if you had beef last year, you're going to have beef this year with Howard coming in. I am a person that has given Dwight Howard a chance and said, maybe it was just Kobe. Maybe it was just James Harden. At this point, it's you. And I don't know how he's going to mess with John Wall or Bradley Beal, who I think is immature as well, or Morris. Isn't one of the Morris brothers yeah. there? 
or him or Otto Porter Jr. or Otto Porter. Wait, yeah. did they pay him? They gave him a little check, didn't they? Holy smokes. Okay. <laughs> but I but I do think he's an upgrade over Marcin Gortat. Um, my best under the right, under the radar transaction had to be um Brooke Lopez going to Milwaukee. Um, first of all, because Atlanta's stupid and we want to tank. I ain't gonna say you're stupid. We want to tank. What they pay him? Um who? The, you know, yeah. I can't remember. I have to look that up. Was it like chump change? I, I believe so, but uh, Brooke Lopez is going to Milwaukee Bucks. I want him back with a good coach in Coach Budenholzer because Atlanta wants to tank, yeah. and Coach Budenholzer was like, "I ain't with it." Yeah. So he left. So I think Budenholzer with Brooke Lopez with that already team with arguably the best player in the East in Greek Free. Arguably, I'm not saying he is, but arguably. That's that's my best under the radar transaction. It's a good pickup. I mean, I wanted to keep him, especially for a discount uh, yeah. at the Lakers. But uh, you know, I, I think he was he was he was coming off a twenty million dollar contract. He wasn't getting that again, no doubt. But um, yeah, I, I'm I'm I mean, here's my spill on, on the Atlanta Hawks as, oh, a, Jesus. as a franchise. Brooke Lopez signed for one year, three point three million dollar deal. Yeah. So I would have happily taken that. Mm-hmm. Um, so here's my spell on Atlanta Hawks. You know, they just want just enough to fill some seats. They just want just enough to make it to the first or second round. What's They're not mean? really trying to win. They just want to make a little money and run. I don't think that's the case anymore. I think that's what used to be the case. I think now they're like, we're actually going through a full rebuild. We went through a rebuild. But I think they're going through a full rebuild right now and it's no longer acceptable to just make the playoffs. But the rebuild was unforced because they let Carroll walk. They traded Corver to, to the Cavs. They traded well, there was a rebuild before that. No. They traded T. Yeah, true. There was a rebuild before that. There was a rebuild when Bud got here. And the one player they keep, which is probably the worst out of all of them, is Baysmore for $20 million or whatever he got. Yeah. Yeah, they can't move that contract, unfortunately. Yeah, no one can. <laughs> You need, you need to hire Danny Ferry again to move. Yeah, on. Danny Ferry is the goat. Oh, man, executive of the year he showed up. He moved Joe Johnson contract. <laughs> Stop breathing for a second. He can be racist. Let's <laughs> sign him. <laughs> um. All right, man. Let's let's get out the NBA for a little bit. NBA all season is not done. There's still a lot of free agents to be had. Marcus Smart, uh, who's probably gonna go to a contender, hopefully. If he doesn't go to a contender, he's going to mess up his money. Oh, you heard that news? Marcus Marcus is, is talking to the Celtics about like $12 million a year. Oh, that'd be perfect for them. I think it's a little overpaying them, but they, they're they I mean, $12, $12 they, million is the new. They need them. $12 million is the new $5 million contract from back from, from five years ago. Because teams are paying luxury tax. To yeah, exactly. Yeah, but um, your, your standard player is making seventeen. Again, NFL, y'all got to get together. Speaking of the NFL, um, Le'Veon Bell, um, just really quick, man. He he he's possibly playing for his last year for the Steelers. Uh, do you think he's being greedy or the Steelers are being stingy with the money? He's definitely playing his last year for the Steelers. They have burnt that bridge definitely yeah. to a crisp. Um, Even though I just heard that they did offer him. To pay him the most money for a running back, but it wasn't where he thought he should get. Well, I think it's a little too little. It's too little, too late. Agreed. Um, Agreed. My big deal, and this is what I've always argued, perennially, 
they make it to the playoffs. And if and 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 uh, you know, you're, you're speaking about you know NFC AFC is separate cast. You look at the Steelers and who they contend with when you talk about top four that make it in the playoffs. Don't they always have the top running game, maybe a close second? True. True. And so not only is he an integral part of your offense, you have the, the best category, the best run game category, you know, on your, on your waist. And you're burning yeah. that out. It's, I know running backs have short lives. I know that that's a fact, and even more so now. I I, I know that, but you really got to do more for him because what you've done, and this is and this is one of the things that I uh, I've always said about the Steelers. I don't know if people realize, but the Steelers only go as far as Le'Veon Bell takes them for like multiple years. When Le'Veon is there, they're a completely different offense. When he when he when he got when he was out when he got injured for multiple years during the playoffs, he would be out. And each time they'd be eliminated the first game he was out. Yeah. And it wasn't necessarily because they were a worse team. And, like, legitimately, I'm saying to myself, well, could he have played through one of those injuries? Multiple? Of course he's not because you're yeah, screwing yeah. around on the contract yeah, it's side. It's a one-year deal. Right. And it's like you're not committed to him, you're not committing, committing to you. And so they, they should have paid the guy. I think especially when you piss away positions you need. It's just like the you Patriots and receivers. I don't know about that, but <laughs> they should have offered him something earlier on, and maybe that—that that was my point. It should have never got to this right, point. Right, right, right. Should have never gotten to this I, point. I have two been, years ago, I would have paid him fourteen million, and I think he would have been perfectly happy. Right, right. Three-year contract, easy. Would have did it. Signed, no, no doubt. And I, I think like the Patriots do do the same with wide receivers. They, they, they piss them away too, in my eyes. Yeah. So. So. I, I, I'm in agreement with you. I do think the Steelers will be stingy, but at the same time, I kind of understand it's a business. You don't want to pay your running back a lot of money. Understand, I love Devonta Freeman. I did not want the Atlanta Falcons to pay him that much money. But nature of the business, that's what you did. You paid him. I don't think Le'Veon's being greedy. I think he knows his worth, and so he was asking for that money. But has Freeman paid off? Since that deal? Yeah. No. He's also a running back. Like, I ain't going to lie. Um, I've said this before. Freeman scared me last year because he had two, technically three, concussions in one year. That's scary. And we just paid you. Yeah. And because we paid you, we might have to let Tevin Coleman walk. I like them as a pair. True. But you've already paid him as one of the highest paid running backs. That's one there's two punch in the league. There's no way that you can pay Tevin Coleman. So has that contract paid off? No. A lot of contracts don't pay off. But yeah, that's the risk you take when you do a running back. But at the same time, Le'Veon is different. That's a whole different running back. Yeah. <laughs> Le'Veon is a whole different running back. I think also the Steelers were waiting on. Um, and Le'Veon doesn't get touched like a Freeman does. They have different games. True. And so True. I'm 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 considering that aspect too. Like a LaShawn McCoy, I'm willing to pay a guy like that because he's in my eyes, he's for a lot of years been like one of the best jukers in the league. He's elusive. I'm cool with that type of dude. I mean Devonta is too. He just but when he gets to that second level, like he's lowering his head. Yeah. 
three concussions? Some, three some, concussions in one year, technically. Some dudes have three concussions in a career. So, yeah. So, um, I, I with Le'Veon, man, I get the Steelers, but at the same time, can you afford to let him walk? Um, what team do you think would go after Le'Veon Bell when he does hit free agency? Because I do think he will hit free agency. Just give me a couple teams. Um, that could afford and use him. Afford is tough, but teams can make. I mean, especially in NFL, you can make caps work. Seahawks got a little money, don't they? They got Cam Chancellor. They have plenty of money. They got rid of everybody. Um, that needs a running back. He will be good for Seattle because Russell needs a running game. Yep. Yep. Um, a team that I would throw out there is is um, uh, the Houston Texans. Huh. Um, that's no disrespect to Lamar. I think his name is Lamar Jackson. Is Lamar Jackson a running back? Right. No disrespect to him. I actually think he fulfills. You know, he does the job. But well, you add in the Le'Veon Bell with Deshaun Watson and Lamar Jackson, meaning the QB. Not Lamar Jackson. What is his name? Lamar. Uh, Good gracious, my bad, y'all. I, I can't. Too. I cannot remember. His first name is Lamar, but he's a decent running back. But you add in Le'Veon to that already offensive team, right? You got you something, right? And it's gonna be crazy if you if Watson Watson gets back and you got this dual threat. You know, it's gonna look more like a RG three Coleman. One thing about them, they weren't nice apart, but they were nice together. They were nice together, yeah. One two, it was if if, if you clamp down on him, then the other one gets off, and it was just back and forth. They took turns. So Lamar Miller, my bad. <laughs> Lamar Miller, yeah. Um. Yeah, so I think there's going to be a lot of people vowing for his services, but at the same time, too, the NFL is going away from single backs. True. You need more than one. You need a one-two punch. Would I rather have one Le'Veon or a Devontae Freeman and a Tevin Goldman? I'd rather have the latter. No, it sounds crazy, but that's just where the NFL is going. Yeah. Um. All right, so we always end the uh, podcast on a man law violation segment. This is an interesting story. Pretty sure you guys have heard of it. A man called the police during a pickup game for a hard foul. I don't even know if it's a hard foul or just a. Uh, it was a screen. It was a hard screen. Um, I might insert the audio here. Story everybody's talking about. Most viewed story of the day on Fox5DC.com. A Virginia man calls the police after he gets fouled during a pickup basketball game. Yeah, this happened at an LA fitness in Sterling. Tonight we're hearing from a man who was part of that game gone wrong. Fox5's Lindsay Watts has the story. This is the hardest foul in America, bro. What you guys say, bro? You calling the cops if you get fouled, Berto? You calling the cops if you get fouled? You calling the cops if you get fouled? Inside this LA fitness, a basketball game ended up being wrapped by Loudoun County Sheriff's deputies. I'm still trying to wrap my mind around it. This man was there for it and first to tell the world on Twitter Monday night. He says this guy called authorities on this guy. No punches were thrown, nothing. It wasn't malicious, no hits to the face or anything like that. He didn't want to use his name, but described what he witnessed. If you know basketball, he says the move in question was a pick. Basically, just you just stand here and maintain your ground, mm -hmm. and, and he just ran up. Ran he ran up, him. ran into him. He probably he might not have seen him because no one told him the pick was coming. So he just ran into him, fell down kind of hard. I mean, that's that's basketball, you know. You, that's nothing you would call the police about. <laughs> you know, his his hands are you know down here. The guy who fell had the gym receptionist call for help. Sheriff's office. 
Hi, yes, uh, I'm calling from LA Fitness at the Dallas Town Center and uh, a member got assaulted. Based on this call, does the victim need an ambulance, anything like that? Uh, no. Deputies thought they were responding to something more serious. Another player posted this video. Have you ever been called for a basketball foul before the... No. This is your first time? That's my first basketball foul. <laughs> Coming for a basketball foul? Not for that, no. I just heard it was a fight. Oh, okay. But I'm like, all right. Man, it called you for a foul, man. The sheriff's office says in the end, neither man involved wanted to file a formal report. Perhaps most bizarre about all this, our witness says that after deputies left, both men went back on the court to finish the game. Everyone kept playing. That's what's so bizarre about the whole situation. It's like, why did it have to be that serious? He says he doesn't believe there was some bigger issue behind what happened. Why, PB? You can tell it was strictly basketball. It was, there was no racial undertones or anything like that. And lastly, he says even if there had been real referees at the game. There would have been no call. I, even the NBA as it is now, because people think, you know, a lot of fouls and stuff are called now, it would not have been a foul. It would just, everyone would have kept playing. Like, it wouldn't have even been an afterthought. Lindsay Watts reporting there. Now, we did try to reach out to the guy who called the sheriff's office. We've not yet heard. Um, but the the guy basically called the police because he got fouled hard. Allegedly, it was getting pretty rough. Um, he didn't call the police, from what I've heard. He went to the front desk and complained about the aggressive play. And then the front desk agent called the police. Nonetheless, the police was called over a basketball play. Um, I think me and you will both agree that he violated man law. Oh, easily. Easy. But where was where was the man law violation? Where did, where did he mess up? I think off top, he uh, the 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 story came out as a hard screen was set. Mm -hmm. So he called an offensive foul. At that, yes, <laughs> which is which is way different than a defense foul, right? You are correct, and especially right. in the pickup game, right? And it wasn't even like, you know, one thing about offensive fouls, they don't fly in street ball, you know. Only the most blatant, he just grabbed a player, and you know the, the 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 ball, the guy with the ball just lays it up. He's just bear hugging the guy, and of course it's cheating. Of course you're gonna check that up right. at the top. And of course, it's an offensive foul, but anything light like a hard screen, moving screen, they don't get called a street ball. No. And so the fact that he felt like, and it wasn't you even. You barely get a charging call in street ball. Oh, that doesn't exist at all. <laughs> <laughs> charges, man, up. <laughs> so, I mean. The charges, you got dunked on. Keep playing. And the fact that they're actually, like, conversing with the police, like, this is a conversation. Like, I felt like the police were probably playing parents. Like, cut it out, kids. Yeah, I heard that the police were extremely annoyed by the call, uh, reasonably so. <laughs> right. Um, and and one of the police was like, "I've never been called for a basketball play. Just that's never happened." I will say the man law violation happened when. You, okay, so when you get fouled, I, I played at run and shoot when it was run and shoot when it was you know. A hard foul could mean that someone's going to the trunk. Oh, yeah. And I've actually seen that happen. Yeah. Uh, well, actually, I didn't see it happen. I got out of Dodge before I ever seen them get to the trunk. I had to but, wash my mouth and run and shoot, no doubt. Yeah. <laughs> um, so so when there's a hard foul, you have two choices, in my opinion. Keep playing or get off the court. Right. You, you either shut up, keep playing, or get off the court. 
And I think that should have been his two options. He shouldn't have been like, he's playing too aggressive. I don't want to play with him, which I've done before. Yeah. I've, I've played with people, and I've been like, you know what? You're doing too much. I got to get off the court. Somebody it, take my spot. And you're considering the culture. Every gym has a culture. And so mm, that's a good point. That's a that's a really good point. And so when you go to run and shoot, there's a culture there. And so like you can't be that guy that calls the police on anybody at a run and shoot. You'll never get back and run and shoot again. Facts. And so every gym, it's it's not run and shoot no more, people. So don't try to come to Atlanta and look for run and shoot. Right. It's like <laughs> Metro Fitness or something. And then I think that closed apparently. Yeah. And uh, but yeah, like disrespect. You, you might be nice at one gym, you go to another, you trash. Like it's true. It's, oh, this is so true. It's like it, it, it's it varies. So speaking on you know the typical gym slash basketball court facility, LA Fitness, whatever else is out there, you know. Yeah, I think he was. Yeah, that's not the culture. Go to go to like a, a uh, you know a county rec center with that. <laughs> it's not the culture. That's a fact, man. I didn't think about, it, but yeah, you got to respect the culture of the gym you're in. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I, and I'm be honest. If y'all see the picture, I might make it the picture of the of the podcast. But the dude that calls the foul got like colorful double sleeves. You can tell he ordered it off of some website or Amazon or Instagram. He got matching shorts. Um, I don't even know if he got a headband on, but he might. But those are those are little key signs to watch out for players like this. When they, when they got the double sleeves padded and it matches stuff, and they got the do rag with the headband, right. <laughs> avoid them players at all costs if you can fight. I'm just being honest. And then I heard, I heard the flip side that he was the guy that set the screen. So, like, I don't know what, you know, it's one of those things. It's, it's hearsay, but, like, either way, I think there's some legitimacy to the story. Man, I have been, um, back in the day when I could dunk, and I could only dunk off vert at that time, I got clipped. Yeah. And it was like, you just had to shut up and keep playing, or you had to get off the court. That was it. If you argued, <laughs> you, you took the risk of getting swung on. Um like you said, you got to respect the culture of the court. Yeah. You have to. So that, you know what? That's what his mind law violation was. He didn't respect the culture of the court. Yeah. Every court got his culture. <laughs> and generally <laughs> speaking. Orlando just put y'all on game. Generally, and generally speaking, that's not going to cut any culture if you're talking about calling the police on a player. I mean, you called the police on a guy for setting. <laughs> and the lady, like, I heard the police report. I mean, the police call. <laughs> the lady was like, we have a guy that's been assaulted. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. If a hard foul was an assault, Jesus Christ. Yeah, exactly. If LeBron James can't call the can't call the police. Sensitive twenty eighteen. Oh my bad, LeBron doesn't get foul hard. Anyway, um, <laughs> uh man, Orlando, I appreciate you coming through. Um, good discussion. Definitely. I did not realize the NBA offseason was this much of stuff until I started putting together the outline. I was like, oh, there's been a lot of stuff going on this this offseason. It's going to be an interesting season that's going to end up with Golden State winning. So, screw the parody, but whatever. I'm going to be watching Trey Young throw up bricks for a whole year. <laughs> he's going to figure it out, though. He's going to come along. I was but this first it. year, he's going to brick it up. He's right? going to come along. Tell you that. Wait, side note. I know you're a Laker fan. Have you watched the Kobe Bryant detail? I have. Oh, those are amazing. I, I'll say, I'll say this. I, I 
one, I feel like it's watered down. Uh, it is, but it's the ESPN, right? So it's because because I've seen I've, I've I've listened to Kobe for years. Like this is just me being a fan. But then on top of that, even Kobe doing work that Spike Lee Kobe deal mm-hmm. that he ran, even that was a little more technical. This is more. This is dumbed down because everybody isn't as advanced. Yeah, as. Me as a hooper, a guy that watches basketball, breathes, eats, and sleeps right. basketball. So it's different from, you know, the typical guy that shows up to the NBA arena looking to see dunks and threes. Yeah. So no doubt. But, no, I, I like it. I mean, I, I, I think he, he brings out a lot of good points. Um, a lot of, He points out a lot of obvious mistakes. Um, I think it was an interesting little post-retirement. Yeah, it's something nice. Um, he did one for Trey Young, and it was really good. Um, confirmed a lot of things that I thought I saw, but you know he's Kobe, so he pointed out right, like in the in the most excellent way possible. Right, you know sometimes when I hear Kobe talk, I wish I didn't hate him for so many years. You know, but you know yeah. you you love the guys after they're gone. I'm gonna love LeBron when he's gone, but I need him to go. <laughs> yeah, I hate that my Hawks suck now that he done left the Eastern Conference. Jerks. Huh. Anyway, all right, man, Orlando, uh, do you want to plug your social media or anything like that? Oh, yeah, just follow me on uh, Mr. Burns, Mr. Underscore Burns with two R's on Twitter, Instagram. I'm everywhere, but, uh, you know, just look me up. I got opinions that I post all the time. It is, man. Of course, you know you can find us at the number four HF Advantage on Twitter and Instagram. And on Facebook, you can search for Home Field Advantage. You will pull up the group and the page. And, man, as usual, we'll be here every two weeks. NFL season is upon us. I am happy. I am stoked. Uh, I have several teams that actually have good teams. And then I watch the NBA and Trey Young jack up three. So, hey, man, y'all have some empathy for me on one side and then uh, hate me on the other side. <laughs> it is. Oh, yeah, y'all keep that same energy. Y'all just saw Julio uh, show up to practice, but y'all keep that same energy. All right, man, we out. <laughs>